Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of the Travelmation podcast, where we talk about all things travel, Disney, and more. And uh, today's episode topic is one of those unique ones. You know, we like to have a little bit of fun. We like for you guys to be able to get to know us a little bit. And so what we're going to talk about today are things that don't make sense. And I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk a little bit about what that means as we get into the show. So let's go. All right, guys, we are back. We are excited. Um, I'm recording live from Hawaii right now. I'm six hours behind my beautiful co-host and our guest. Um, but how are you guys doing today? So good. I actually have to tell you guys something. Uh-oh. I live? Finished... <laughs> live. I finished the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All Don't believe 23. it. I did. They were incredible. I'm a Marvel fan. All my yes. haters come back because I am obsessed and I can't wait to watch come it back. again. <laughs> so when you say finished, like, are you through Shang-Chi and like ones that are currently in theaters? No, finished? dude, just You're the, like, Endgame. just, yeah, I'm through okay. Endgame and then I'll start with God. the shows. I'll do Black Widow now and, and WandaVision and all the things, but WandaVision's so good. That's so what I hear. Good. So I'm so excited. And it finally happened. It took me like a year. But there we go. Here we I are. did it. I feel I like I'm it. probably one of the greatest disciples for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I brought along Tim Elrod, and then we together brought along you. Alex, were you an MCU fan, or, or was it just Christina that was in the Land of Shame? I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy oh, probably the first oh, 30 gosh. minutes and turned it off. So. Yeah. And that's the extent of my Marvel you can't universe. Start there. That's why. Right. right. I, I don't know who told us to watch Guardians years ago, and we did, and it just made no sense. So, um, but order. by the way, guys, my husband Alex is on the show with us today. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, yeah. Alex. We are so Hi. excited. Alex Riccio is on the show. He's been dying to come on the show. <laughs> and we finally said, you know what? This is the episode that needs Alex. So, Alex, welcome to the show, buddy. I will say that I felt a little burned not being on the dad episode. Oh, goodness. Right? Come on. Disney, as a Disney dad. But we, even let, we even let Christina on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we did. So, all right, guys, here's where we're going today. This is an episode I thought of when I was in the parks, and it actually Disney has tweaked the reason that I thought of this, but I was walking by the wave one day, and I was like, what in the world is a place called The Wave doing in Disney's Contemporary. That doesn't make sense. And all of a sudden I thought, you know what? For a company and a organization that prides itself on keeping everything in the theme and in the story, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. And so we said, we're going to dedicate an entire episode talking about those things. And here we are. Here we are. I love it. Here we are. <laughs> there's Let's a lot go. of things that don't make sense, actually. I was yeah, kind of surprised. Christina has quite the list. <laughs> she does. Now, I will preface this. No park is as bad as Universal or Islands of Adventure. No. And I will no. say, Jessica yeah. McKee, just to give an aside, she said, if you take a VIP tour, it feels better. Well, A, no one's taking Universal VIP tours. And B, if you have to take a VIP tour to understand the story, something's off. But there are still things in the Disney universe where they say... This is the story we're presenting to you. Oh, and here's this thing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So, Alex, 
You are our guest. Would you like to go first or would you like to go last? Well, I'll start it off. <laughs> okay. So I will say, I think Christina has mentioned on the podcast that we did our honeymoon, part of our honeymoon, at least at uh, Disneyland Paris. And on their sort of Main Street USA, there's a restaurant called Waltz. Yeah. And it, we were on sort of a second story, have an amazing lunch, and the parade came down uh, the street. It's something I'll never forget. And it always made me think of Tony's Town Square. Because to me, that is such prime real estate for a restaurant that thematically an Italian restaurant doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Something more more Celine-ish uh, makes sense, like a waltz like they have in, in Paris. Um, That's a great point. But also, Tony's, you know, doesn't have the, the best reputation either. So you're taking up prime real estate for something thematically that doesn't work and something service wise and guest experience wise isn't working either. Yep. Perfect. So you hit all the qualifications of why that doesn't make sense. Here's the story that's presented to you. It's main street USA. It's Marceline, Missouri. And here's an Italian restaurant. What? That does not make sense. So that's a great one. I hadn't even thought about that one. (laughs) Right. And you are a restaurateur, so you would know. Yeah. There we go. Gosh, that's a good one. I did not even think it about is. that. And I don't I don't think Tony's is that bad. It it really isn't that as bad as some bloggers out there seem to make it sound like, but yeah, no, it's it's not horrible, but it doesn't really make sense. So, good good first one. Nice. Recio number 2, why don't you go second? Um yeah, so I'll stick to the Magic Kingdom train and um I'm just going to give a nod to Tony Baxter because he mentioned it on the episode he was on with us previously, and it's the magic carpets in Adventureland, and why is a piece of plastic in the middle of that land? Um, It doesn't make sense. Why is it there? You're in the jungle and also Agrabah. Right. Right. So That one's a stretch. That one's a stretch for me. And it's, it's you know, it's probably where the master planners of these amazing theme parks go. But we really need another Dumbo ride. So, obviously, it's got to be Magic Carpet. And yep, I guess that's how it happened. I would love to know. What's funny is I'm looking at these lists that we made. I'd love to know what meetings led to these decisions, right? Because at some point, a lot of things don't make the cut in Walt Disney World. And these ones made the cut and they're here and they just don't make sense. So I I would love to know why. But Tim, what's your first one? Am I allowed to talk about future projects? Absolutely. You should because maybe if we get enough signatures, (sighs) they won't happen. Why are we putting a Tiana ride in Frontierland? Dang it! This was on my list! (laughs) Again, Tony Baxter. Probably shaking his head, going, what are we doing here, folks? Like, I get it. Uh, and I mean, it's a little better in Disneyland. Yep. You know, close to New Orleans Square yep. and whatever. But, man, I can't I can't get behind this one. It doesn't make any sense. So, It's so funny. I had that one on my list, too. And the only way I justified it is I said, but it does make sense in Disneyland. Because you're in right. New Orleans Square. Right. And it's Correct. a New Orleans themed ride. But yeah, to copy and paste that and put it in Frontierland makes zero sense. 
Nope. Not here for it. And no. I don't understand why we have to keep just doing the same projects in every park. Right. Like, we can have one there, one here. I mean, you know, so. We didn't bring Cars Land over. Unfortunately. I wish we did. I can't wait to go check it out. So, mine um, actually is pretty much an entire land that doesn't Uh-oh. make sense to me. And it's Tomorrowland. And this is one that gets talked about a lot. But I think it's one that you just, you don't realize how much it doesn't make sense until you pause and you think about the attractions and the overarching theme of Tomorrowland. And you go, well, yeah, of course we would need a Monsters, Inc. laugh floor attraction in Tomorrowland. Nothing says the future like monsters telling jokes. And that's in there. Um, And I'm just going to go ahead and go on to the next one. Uh, Nothing says the future like gasoline-powered cars that follow a guided track. like Worst attraction in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is what is that doing in Tomorrowland? So, luckily, they already shut down Stitcher Great Escape. Uh, I hope that's not Tomorrowland. So, all of that, the only thing that should be there is Space Mountain and the People Mover. And I'm, I'm on board with Tron. So, maybe it's coming around. I can't wait for Tron. But I never even really thought about it. That Tomorrowland doesn't make sense, but I guess it, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you have a point with the monsters and maybe like the, the rides in or the attractions in Tomorrowland don't make sense, but I feel like the land as a whole should be there as part of the spokes. Oh, totally. I love the land being there. I just mean everything about it is wrong. If they could put some cool futuristic like Tron attractions I, I would be all for that. I think that's what Walt would have wanted. I don't know. Alex, what's your next one? Well, I definitely agree with Tomorrowland. It's interesting, you know, the the monsters and you had Stitch there for a while. Um, they seem to conflate space with t- future <laughs> sometimes. Right. Um, but one thing for me thematically, if we're staying in Magic Kingdom, is I'm a big sightline guy. Yeah. Um, and so to me, the tangled bathrooms as I'm looking at the haunted mansion seemed really not to make sense and seemed to be out of place. Well, honestly, when you think about the tangled bathrooms right next to Peter Pan's flight and it's a small world. So I guess they all fall in the genre of fantasy. Is that what brings I them guess. together i don't know fantasy. put a tree what does it cost them they have a property filled with them move it move one pick one move it cover the tower and i'm done like we're we're done with that that qualm they could take the tree outside of the club keep it in the park so this is just a magic kingdom episode huh well i have a whole list <laughs> and if we want to go more abstract, something that seems out of place to me or that doesn't make sense is charging for things that used to be included. Oh, no. Like Fast Oh, pass. no. But oh, we'll no. leave that alone for now. Uh, we're going to keep that off this episode. <laughs> Mackenzie has always wished that uh, Rapunzel would have gotten more cool thing than just bathroom. Because <laughs> that's one of her favorite princesses. And they're like, yeah, she can have bathroom. They're good bathrooms, though. They're great, great I mean, bathrooms. Photo you know, pass sometimes. Stroller parking. I think they have, like, charging USB things yeah. out there. Neat. Neat. So, Neat. That's what uh, Rapunzel gets. All right, Christina, what is your deck? Um, so I'll just move over to a new park. Let's go over to 
maybe let's go to Hollywood Studios. So Hollywood Studios, as we've spoken about, has some sort of identity crisis. And when I we were talking about this episode, I realized after going through each attraction that literally nothing made sense in Hollywood Studios at all. So how was this park originally created? To be more of like an old Hollywood studio backlot yeah. situation. Yeah. With Star Wars. With Star Wars. I don't <laughs> know. <kidding>. And it's <laughs> just... It's not really, it's nowhere near that direction anymore, and it kind of makes me sad. So the only, like, old Hollywood thing I can think of is Tower of Terror. Yeah. Maybe Brown Derby, too. But Chinese um, Beater. Yeah. But to me, the Tower of Terror is just in the wrong place. It deserves to be where, where the Chinese Theater is. So that to me doesn't make sense. Even maybe just Sunset Boulevard in general. I feel like that should be the main drag. Oh, that's a cool idea. And that that actually would make a lot more sense with what we talked about. I think, you know, we were talking about the icon identity crisis and that they always switch up like what the icon for Hollywood Studios is ever since the hat's been gone. So Right. Yeah. So I would just right. take I would just take that street and make it the main street instead. Done. Let's do it. Let's Execute do it. it. <laughs> we could happen. get a lot done in a ninety-minute meeting. <laughs> yeah, we could. Green light it. Yeah. Do you do you like Toy Story Land? Do you think that makes sense? Well, the direction that they've gone in is just let's throw out old Hollywood. Excuse me. We'll throw out old Hollywood, and now let's just do new IP. So I guess that makes sense for the 2000s, but it doesn't make sense for what Hollywood Studios was was originally created for. So you kind of have both. You have this old Hollywood feel and this new um, Pixar, Star Wars, just futuristic almost kind of, I don't the know. New the new bottom line is if it's a movie that's done by a studio, it qualifies for Hollywood studios. That is true. Star Wars land, Toy Story land. The one that I thought doesn't make sense is Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. Like I love the attraction, but how is that going to fit a in the Chinese theater and B in Hollywood studios? I guess it's, it's a movie. Well, uh, them fighting words <laughs> we i i disagree with you completely it's an amazing ride it fits perfectly uh thematically but in, in my opinion to piggyback off of what christina was saying is to me that the park as a whole has an identity crisis in that before it was more of a similar to universal studios and of course they were in competition with each other when they opened um sort of a behind the scenes, how things work, Hollywood type type of a deal. Then Harry Potter happened and the yep. idea of immersion happened. So then you get yep. a Pandora, you get a Toy Story Land, you get a Star Wars Galaxy Edge. So within these defined lands, you're getting these sparks of immersion. You know, the argument can be made that they're not full-throated in that they don't have table service they don't have live entertainment they don't you know there are some elements that aren't fully flushed out in these defined lands but then you step out of just those two lands into the rest of the park and i would agree with you that then what happens i'm standing next to star tours not in star wars land yep galaxy's edge so that to me doesn't make sense yeah 
as a whole their identity and then just having a Star Wars ride not in Star Wars land. Right. And yeah, we're we're jumping around. I'm going to piggyback on your piggyback of that piggyback because Star Tours was on my list. Like, if we're talking about, okay, we just dedicated this entire land to Star Wars, like, use that opportunity, and I love Star Tours, so that's what's a, a tension in this. It's such a good attraction. But I almost feel like it just necessitates this rebirth of that spot and make something new yeah i mean even with like toy story uh midway mania like they had to switch around the entrance and they had to switch it around to match and put it in the land yeah i don't really understand why they couldn't have done that with star tours right and then even then you look at you look at both of those lands they they don't have table service they don't have um like toy story does not have a merchandising location um i don't know it seemed like that park as a whole the idea was let's go the immersion route but then halfway down that road they either changed their mind or weren't committed to it so that mm -hmm. park as a whole while while i like elements of it it seems not to make sense as a whole and the total giveaway is that bob Iger was quoted as saying they were going to change the name of the park. And I've always wondered what they were going to call it. You guys remember that interview where the kid like asked him what the new name was going to be and he like almost slipped and said it? He like spouted something off. But yeah, they never they I think they actually pivoted back and went, "Okay, well if we do this and this and this, then we can keep it Hollywood Studios still make sense." But yeah. I do remember that and not only that, I remember them debuting a logo with Woody and like BB-8 or something like that, or Mm -hmm. Mickey that everybody hated. And we were standing outside the Brown Derby the other day. And when we looked at it, the sign that they put with the new Hollywood studios logo over before, like you go into animation courtyard Mm -hmm. or whatever it's called, um, was not that logo. It was just like the generic Disney studios logo. So there's been sort of a lot of false starts when it yeah. comes to the park. And so, like I said, well, I really actually like Hollywood studios and elements of it and rides therein. Um, as a whole, the park, the identity doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Once you, once we started like breaking it down, we realized, wow, nothing makes sense here. Like the lightning McQueen show over there right. off to the side, like <laughs> the next to tower terror, next to tower terror uh, and the beauty and the beast show. Like I get it that you're trying to just capitalize on all the movies that you have because this right. is the studios park, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it, it does beg the question. Like if you were to build a fifth gate, it seems like you would want to just go as generic as possible to write a story that anything could fit in mm-hmm. because you're all, you're limiting yourself immediately calling it animal kingdom or calling it Hollywood studios, because then everything in theory should tie in to that overarching theme where with universal, they're like, listen, it's islands of adventure. A lot of adventures out there, <laughs> including minion. They're an adventure. I don't even think that's in islands of adventure. Anyway, no, no it's not. Don't let Jessica McKee hear that. That's right. Um, Tim, you, you got any more on your list? Nah, man, I'm I'm tapped out. I don't I don't I can't start talking about Epcot because then we get talking about you know seeing the Swan and Dolphin and sightlines and I can't go. there. I see one on your list from Hollywood Studios. Hmm. What? Oh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah. Listen, 
They need to take that trash and make all of that in Animation <laughs> Courtyard monsters. Monsters, Inc.? Why not? I you, mean, haven't, you haven't heard that theory? No. Why Monsters, Inc.? Why not? The rock and roller coaster becomes the door coaster where you go through oh, all the that doors. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah. Oh. And you wrap it, and you wrap it back around. Listen, if you're going to go all in on animation, why not? Right. No, that could be cool. I've always thought the doors would make a great ride. Me too. I think it'd be awesome, you know, but I'm with Alex. Give us more table service restaurants. <laughs> yeah, really. Give me more yeah. food. Absolutely. So. Well, Alex, I want to I want to hear more from your list. It sounds like you've got a lot for us. Oh, geez. Uh, well, if we want to bounce over to Animal Kingdom, one thing that's always bothered me is Dino Land. So just number one, the concept of it. Um, but then again, the not full throatedness of it, where we're doing a parking lot carnival stop, um, next to the, you know, a dinosaur ride in what used to be a McDonald's outlet. Um, so if I'm looking at it and then next to it, you have the, the Nemo show, which I always really liked and they've already come out saying that they're updating it and, and it's going to be coming back, I believe in, uh, 2022. Um, to me, Dino Land never made sense and it doesn't make sense now. They already started demoing that, that coaster back there. Yeah. To me, it should be turned into an Australia just overarchingly. So if oh, you look at cool. Animal Kingdom as a whole, it's broken up by continents. Australia, you already have the Nemo show um, that give you know Disney Imagineering a chance to do something original IP with a sort of a Australia Outback Safari type of a ride in what is the dinosaur ride. And then do some sort of... Um, a walkthrough, mm-hmm. a la walkabout. Gorilla Falls with walkabout. some with some kangaroos. <laughs> Throw a, a outback knockoff where the Dino Burger Ooh. place is, and you you have a, an outback restaurant. <laughs> you, you have a land <laughs> that makes sense. Could we get a bloomin' onion there? Yes, yes. that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> if the and some internet, brown bread. If the internet's gonna light up about Enchanted, what do you think they would do if they put an Outback in Animal Kingdom? <laughs> I didn't say an Outback. <laughs> I said no. I went a restaurant there too. A la. We need more table service, and I love Bloomin' Onions. Listen, yeah. I actually think that's a strong idea. I I love what you said. Every continent's pretty well represented, but not Australia. I mean, we've got more for Pandora than we do for Australia. So that's does a shame. So does Pandora make sense? <laughs> Maybe they need an Outback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only other one that I had on my list, and we'll just do one more around the horn as we close down this episode. Um, and lounges are difficult for me, but I really think the Grand Floridian also has an identity crisis like Hollywood Studios because yeah. they want to be the Mary Poppins theme. Victorian Alberts, it's all like that English, like, you know, hoity-toity, upper-class, and then they've got this Beauty and the Beast lounge. Like, what is that? What What was the thought behind that? Do you guys know? No. no. Should have been in Riviera. It's the, it's the right. priciest lounge on property, though. I know that. And the truffle fries are too thick. Too thick. <laughs> it's, it's a small detail, but when you put truffle fries on the menu, that's not what I'm thinking. 
Alex, one more from you guys from the Recio team as we wrap this episode up of things that just really don't make sense. I'll go abstract again, and I'll just say, generally speaking, those barges during the day in Epcot do not make sense (laughs) to me. So I'm holding out hope. Epcot is my place. It is my, my park, my happy place. But during the day, they need to figure it out. Because what is currently going on cannot stand. Yeah. Got him. I thought we but had a great idea last time. We got time, a full Tim. day park. Yeah. Football. But, football screen. Football. <laughs> Listen, they make During a the killing. <laughs> World Series. Be the best place to watch sports in Disney World. Knowing that's Chapek, awesome. He'll be doing Disney or ESPN Plus streams. Yeah. For the <laughs> synergy of it. You're going to. You can only look at the barges if you have an ESPN Plus subscription. <laughs> That's almost what Geyser Point is now, which I love. That's but. true. We do love that. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun. I haven't laughed this hard on an episode in a while, but we would love to hear from you guys. We'll post this on our Instagram. We want to know what things are we not thinking of? What doesn't make sense? Alex, thank you for being on the show, brother. You were great to have him. We'll definitely have you back. Thank you. Thank Bye, you, Alex. Everyone.